Welcome everyone to a special edition here of All Met Sports Talk where you have four experts, and I use that term lightly. Four experts are going to help you pick your brackets here, so I'm just going to look at it. We'll see what happens. We're going to keep score and a special announcement with this. If anybody wants to get in this pool with us now, there there is no cash prize. It's all bragging rights, uh, but we're, we will accept that bracket. You just have to email me all met sports talk at gmail.com and we'll see how you do against uh coach frick frierson from chapel gate how you doing coach doing well thank you all right he was our uh episode 12 guest coach b retired from pg county i'll just say pg county because he spent you know 20 years at, at two different schools there most recently with oxen hill from episode 10 how you doing coach b i'm good sir thanks for having me all right. Happy belated birthday. Had a big birthday yesterday. So thank you. We were talking about that before we went live. It's always good when you get one of those. You got to keep those coming. So. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> and and uh, Coach Laurel Doc from, from New Hope. How you doing, Coach, from episode six? How you doing, Coach? Doing good. Doing good. Appreciate you having me on again. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. This will be a lot of fun. So the format here, and we're going to, I'm going to keep score. So don't worry, I'm gonna. I'll, I will be scoring everyone's bracket as we go through this. All right, I will. There is a slight disclaimer. I have never won. When I was in college at UAB, a girl in my dorm won. She knew nothing about basketball, and she she sat there and asked, "Which, who was the, what was the mascot for each school?" And she won. I think it was like a year, maybe UConn or somebody won, and she liked the husky. You know, she liked dogs or something, and somehow she won that. <laughs> throw my knowledge out the door out the window so there you go all right so let's see who i have up first so what we're going to start with coach b so what we're going to do is we're just going to give uh upsets for the first two rounds so this episode will not be you know four hours long if we go game by game and start breaking down each game we'll be here till opening tip of the first round so we'll try to make it quick and, and painless for you so uh coach b so let's start in the west do you have any upsets in the first round? I've got I Ohio over Virginia. Yeah, Ohio over Virginia. I, I don't, and I don't really consider it an upset. But sure, as a, as a thirteen four game, uh, that would probably be my. Oh no, that's an upset. Yeah. So you got, wow, and you live in Virginia. They're going to revoke your citizenship <laughs> down there. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. He does not have uh, the defending champs moving out of the first round. Two out of three years going down in the first round for the Cavs for, for Coach B. Okay. That's a fact, sir. As a one seed and a four seed. Any other upsets in the first round there? For me, no. Okay. So, um, and second round for you, Coach B. Any upsets you have there? I have Ohio over Creighton. <laughs> What you see the, a pattern? <laughs> what don't I know about Ohio? Hey, you know, um, that's my that's my second that's round West upset. That's a 13-5 game. So yeah, I've got Ohio beating the four seed, Ohio beating the five seed. Wow. Okay. Before, before, before it all comes tumbling down. Okay. All right. Any other upsets, or is that it? You're chalked the rest of the way there? Pretty much, yep. <laughs> well, I mean, is it pretty much or is it so you got you got one beating eight, three beating six, two beating seven? uh i do okay i do yep all right so coach b's sweet 16 in the west is set we'll come back to him shortly uh when we get to the east uh coach doc 
Yes, sir. In the West, any upsets in the first round, seeding-wise? The only – I wouldn't even consider upset seven over ten. I have VCU over Oregon. That's – okay. There's an MIAA kid there at VCU, uh, Ace Baldwin. Uh, Coach Frierson, okay. we, we talked to you. So that's and he started. I think he started almost all season. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So so I like that pick. Okay. Is that the only one you have in the first round? In the West. Yeah. In yeah. the West. Yeah. Okay. So you chalk the rest of the way. Okay. Um, and then second round there in the West. Any upsets? Not at all. All chalk. Yep. I got Gonzaga, Virginia. Kansas, Iowa. Iowa, okay. All right. Coach Doc is there, and we'll come back to him shortly. And Coach Frierson, you're you're on deck, sir. All right, Coach, you stole my thunder. I picked uh, VCU over Oregon because of the MIAA. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. But that's the only pick there, uh, just like Coach Doc. Okay. And then do you have anything in the second round? Uh, No. Everything else is the same. It's chalk. Okay. So just VCU. Okay. So interesting. So we only have – and let me – yeah, okay. Well, I'll give my picks now. So for the the West, I actually only have picked one upset, and that was actually Missouri over Oklahoma. So I'm not feeling too good about that. So <laughs> we'll see. Those eight, nine, it's an eight nine game. So you know it is an upset. And then I actually have all chalk as well, uh, getting to the Sweet Sixteen. All right. The uh, first pick might not be bad though. I mean, I just got something on the wire that said two of the Oklahoma kids can't play because of COVID. Oh no, I didn't see that. See, yeah. this is the problem. This is the problem with this year because <laughs> you just don't know. You know, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and what about – and, you know, we all had Kansas going, but Kansas has a couple guys that aren't going to travel. I did can see I, that. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Eastern Michigan might get them now. No, I think they had – because, remember, they had to pull out. So, um, I think they have a couple guys that aren't going to travel because of that. So, um, all right. Let's go down to the east. I'm going to stay on the left side here. So, Coach B, you are up. Uh, any upsets there in the East? First round. First round in the East. This I've is got the Georgetown Michigan over bracket. Colorado. Okay. Big Pat. All right. Anything else? Uh, negative. Just that one. Okay. Um, this is a tough bracket here. Yeah. Okay. And then okay. any uh, – Upsets in the second round, Coach B. No. All chalk. Yep. All right. All right. I'm going to ask you guys' opinion on something after we get before we get to the Sweet 16 with all this chalk. So, because uh, it's I, I have a feeling this is going to be kind of a a chalk year, but I'll get to that in a second. All right, Coach Doc, you are up, sir. Uh, I actually have the same. I have Georgetown over Colorado, but then I also have them over Florida State as well. Oh, okay. 
So there's your and double then, digit, double digit sweet sixteen. Okay. Yep. Yep. And then I have uh, LSU over Michigan. Oh. Wow. Woo. Yeah, I, but that all depends on Isaiah Lee's or lives. If he's out, I don't think Michigan can do it without him. Mm, okay. All right, that's a big one. We got got some smoke now. All right. Uh, anything in the bottom part of the bracket, or are you all all chalk there? All chalk there, yeah. Okay. And so you have Alabama playing Texas. Okay. All right. Ooh, that's a that's a hot one there. Okay, Coach Frierson, you're on deck. Right. Coach Stark must be talking to the same people I talk to because I got. Over Colorado, and then I got them beating Florida State also. Ooh, wow! Ooh. But then I got two more, Coach. Okay. Because to win these things, you got to you got to call the upsets, is what I figured out. Yeah. So I I got Michigan State, uh, of course, beating UCLA and BYU. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'm going to go with the Turks against UConn. All right. And anything else in the first or second round? Oh, only that Georgetown over Florida State. Okay. All right. So you got a one verse two and a three. I mean, one verse 12 and a three verse two. Yeah. All right. That's good. That's a good one. All right. So I have, uh, I'm there with, there with, just about all of you. <laughs> well, with Georgetown, I got Georgetown winning, but I actually had them losing to Florida State. So um, I think that the luck runs out there, but we'll see. I hope I'm wrong. So I'm rooting for Big Pat. And I also have Michigan State beating BYU or beating UCLA and beating BYU. So I picked Michigan State as well. I always bet on Tom Izzo. <laughs> he's he's yeah. one of the best coaches <laughs> in, in March and April. So um Although it's crazy, I heard a stat. So no, no Big Ten team has won the title since Michigan State in two thousand. It's been twenty years. Mm. But uh, Coach Izzo gets he gets those kids to the Final Four quite often. So that's why I went with that. So I'm with you there, oh, Coach Frierson. All right. So and then I'm chalked the rest of the way. So I have uh, one, two, three, four, making it through to Sweet Sixteen again, which I. I got to pick an upset somewhere because <laughs> somebody, somebody's going to make it through. All right. So moving over to the right side of the bracket, coach B you're up. We're going to go with the South. This is the Baylor conference or Baylor, Bra- Bay- Baylor bracket. I'm sorry. Okay. Let's see. Uh, any upsets in the first round? No. Okay. All Chuck. All right. And any upsets in the second, second round? round? Yes. Uh, Carolina over Baylor. Woo. There goes oh, okay. man. <laughs> and, and, no, no, okay. Yeah, Arkansas over Texas Tech. That's not an upset. So, yeah. Um, Carolina over Baylor for me in the, in the uh, second round of the South. Okay. And chalk the rest of the way. Two, three, and four. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's uh, another one seed gone before the Sweet 16. <laughs> All right. 
Um, all right, Coach Doc in the East, the Baylor bracket. All right, this is the, this is the bracket. I mean, I'm I sorry, the, the South. We're in the South. South. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. This is the, the bracket. I got the big one. I actually have Utah State over Texas Tech. Oh, man. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> okay. Utah State over Texas Tech. So you're not a, not a believer in Mac McClung. Okay. Any other um, upsets, first or second round there? No, that's the only one I have over there. Got Baylor, Purdue, Arkansas, Ohio State. Okay, so you have uh, so you you have Arkansas beating uh, Utah State in the in the second round. In the, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, Coach Frierson, you're up, sir. All right, I got two here. One was uh, this is a shocker, probably, but I heard Villanova, one of their best players, got hurt, Ooh. and uh, I went. I got a graduate degree from Winthrop. Uh oh. Okay. I'm, hey, I'm going to call. Winthrop at 23 and one. I know they're from Big Sal. Yeah. We're going to call an upset, major upset over Villanova. That, yeah. That, you know, I, that is a big upset, but I, those 12 5 games are tricky. Yeah. Yeah. And 23 and one is nothing to shake a stick at. So we'll see what happens. But then they'll lose to Purdue after that. And then my other is uh, I got Virginia Tech beating Florida, but then lose for that. Losing Ohio State. Okay. And chalk the rest of the way? Yes, sir. All right. Okay. All right. So I this is where I my bracket go this is where I finally get somebody to make it through. That's not a one, two, or three, one, two, three, or four. So actually the only upset I have here is Texas Tech. And I have Texas Tech beating uh, well, it's not an upset to beat Utah State, but I actually have them beating Arkansas. So I'm going to pick them to to go through to the Sweet Six to play Ohio State in the Sweet Sixteen. Oh, Coach, you know what? My bad. I do. I have Texas Tech beating Arkansas also. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Well, if uh, Coach Doc is right, we're both in trouble. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Last one, and then we get to the fun stuff. Uh, Coach B, you're up in the Midwest. This is the Illinois bracket. Yes, uh, I've got I've got Rutgers over Clemson. Mm-hmm. Another uh, NIAA kid there. Yep, and I also have Oregon State over Tennessee. Ooh. Mm. Wow. Okay, and chalk. Uh, any upsets in the second round? Uh, let's see. Illinois, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, and Houston. Nope, nothing nothing else. Okay, so chalk. All right, so one, four, two, three, and this going, going through. Yes. All right. All right. There's one game. I'm waiting to see if anybody's going to pick this one. Okay, Coach Doc, Midwest. This is Illinois bracket. This is, this is my this is my favorite bracket. So I got a lot of a couple upsets here. I got uh, <clears throat> Syracuse over San Diego State in the first round. Okay. I have um, Oregon State over Tennessee as well. Okay. 
And once we get into the second round, I have my first number one out. I have Loyola Chicago beating Illinois. Woo. Sister Jean is still kicking. Oh, I like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think she's 100 years old now, but but uh, all right. All right. And then uh, is that the only – so you have uh, eight, four, two, three in the suite going through? Yeah. Eight seed, yeah. four seed? Okay. In case anybody didn't know what I meant, I meant by the seeding. So i got to remember that. All right, Coach Frierson. Wait a second. That's your second number one seed going out. Who's my other? Oh, yeah, Michigan. Michigan. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Co- Coach Frierson, you're up. All right. Yeah, I got the only one I have is Georgia Tech over Loyola. So could be okay. in trouble. But that's as far as they go. Okay. All right. So I was surprised that nobody picked Liberty. That's Sunday night. That seemed to be like the big you know, uh, Oklahoma state is in trouble. This is a horrible matchup for them. Um, I yeah. almost, yeah, but Oklahoma state in the big 12, that's the only reason. Yeah. That's the teams they've played, but yeah, I, I think Liberty's really good this year. They are good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all that said, I didn't pick it either. I picked Oklahoma state. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had two upsets just in the first round. I had Syracuse, beating San Diego State, and I picked Rutgers to beat Clemson as well. Got to go with my double-A kid there from uh, John Carroll, who was um, – oh, gosh. Uh, well, now they both their names slipped my mind. So that backcourt that won the A conference a couple years ago. Kids, What's his name that's on the Knicks now? The first round pick. Emmanuel Quickly. Yes, Emmanuel Quickly. And, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the other one too. Uh, Martez oh, – I can't think of his name now. I'm sorry, but they were uh, – backcourt mates there at John Carroll. I think they're both – one was a four-star, one was a five-star coming out that won it all a couple years ago. So, um, all right. So, let's break this down a little bit now. So, Coach B, we're going to – I'm going to let you get us through uh, the West. You got got a 13 seed in there. So, get me through to your final four. Final four, starting with the West, right? I've yep. got um, – I've got Gonzaga – uh, beating Ohio, and I've okay. got Iowa advancing as well. Okay, so you got a one-two. I got a one-two there, yes, sir. All right, and who makes it through? Gonzaga. Okay. All right, so uh, let's go down to the. I'm gonna stick with you, Coach B, to get us through to the uh, get us through to your final four. Okay. So let's go to the East. You have uh, you have all chalk there. In the East, um, this is where it could get a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Michigan advancing over Florida State. I've got Texas advancing. Mm. Shock and then smart. I have Texas beating Michigan. Wow. Texas That's- is really good. I mean. Yeah. 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 Good, Coach Fryerson. Were you about to say something? I was going to say, mine gets boring after that, but that's how you win is picking one of these guys and riding them through. Yeah, you got to, yeah. <laughs> how you playing right now matters, you know. It does, yeah. And the Big 12 was so good this year. Very much so. Yeah, Big 10 and the Big 12. So, Okay, uh, in the South, Coach B? In the South. You have uh, North Carolina playing Purdue. Right, I have North Carolina winning that game. 
Ooh. And I've got Arkansas over Ohio State. Wow. Okay. And I have North Carolina over Arkansas. Wow. There it is. Big one. Okay. So UNC moving through to the final four. Yep. Then in the Midwest, um, I've got Illinois advancing and I've got Houston advancing. And then I've got Illinois over Houston. Okay. So Illinois beating Oklahoma State and uh, Houston beating West Virginia and Houston beating, I'm sorry, Houston losing to to Illinois. Illinois. So, so you have Gonzaga, you went playing um, Texas Texas and UNC playing Illinois. All right. Two ones, an eight seed and a three seed. All right. That's nice. I like that one. Okay. Coach Doc, let's start with the West. Uh, I got, uh, of course, Gonzaga beating Iowa. Okay. Wait, beating right. Iowa? So, you have them beating, um, Virg- beating Virginia and then Iowa beating Kansas. Kansas, yeah. Okay. And then Gonzaga beating Iowa. Mm-hmm. Okay. In, in the East? Down at the, in the East, I have... Uh, Florida State beating LSU, and then I have Alabama beating Texas. Hold on a sec. Florida State. I thought you had Georgetown beating Florida State. For Adam beating – oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, I'm sorry, Georgetown losing to – what do I have? Oh, let me see. So you have LSU beating Michigan. So did you have Georgetown winning or Florida State winning that so game? Oh yeah, LSU, LSU beating winning that game. Beating Georgetown. Beating Georgetown, yeah. Got you. Okay. And then you have uh Alabama LSU SEC matchup. Yep. So who's winning? And I have Alabama winning that one. Alabama, okay. They're really good this year. Okay. Let's go to the South Coast doc. You have all chalk there, so Baylor playing Purdue and uh, Arkansas playing Ohio State. Yeah, I have Baylor winning against Purdue, and then I have Ohio State beating Arkansas. Okay, and who wins that one versus two? Ohio State. Ohio State getting through. Okay. All right. So you got two two C's and a one C so far. So going to the Midwest, you have uh, Loyola Chicago and Sister Jean playing. Uh, Oklahoma State. Yep, and that's Oklahoma State moving forward. All right. And who do you have winning out of West Virginia, Houston? Houston. All right, and then who wins that? The Which one, Houston? Houston, Oklahoma State. Houston. Okay. All right, so three twos and a one seed for Coach Doc. All right. Coach Farson, you're up, sir. So you have uh all chalk here in the in the West. So you have Gonzaga, uh, Virginia, and Kansas playing Iowa. I got I got Gonzaga beating UVA. Sad to say. My <laughs> Yeah. Then we got uh I got Iowa beating Kansas. And then I have Gonzaga beating Iowa. All right. 
It's consensus so far. And in the East, I got uh, Michigan beating Georgetown and Alabama beating Texas. And then Michigan beating Alabama. Okay. So two one seeds make it through on that side. Yeah, I told you I got kind of boring. No, hey, it's all right. (laughs) There's bragging rights. You got a whole year of bragging rights on the line. (laughs) You know, here's the deal. I'm turning this bracket in at Chapelgate. We do one for the student staff. And and if I win the free lunch, I'll split it with you. All right. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Chick-fil-A, here we come. So I got uh, Baylor beating Purdue. Okay. I got Ohio State beating Texas Tech. And then I got Baylor winning that one. Okay. And then I got Illinois beating Oklahoma State. Houston beating West Virginia. And Illinois beating Houston. Ooh, chalk. All all one seeds. (laughs) So it all pans out to the top, top guys. All right. Okay, so I will go with mine now. I have uh, Gonzaga beating Virginia, Kansas. I have Kansas actually winning this one. I, I think they're, they're back healthy if they can get through that far. Then, and Kansas beating Iowa, Gonzaga beating Kansas to go through. I have uh, Michigan beating Florida State and Texas beating Alabama. Um, so I think there's, if you want to call that an upset, but I have Michigan coming through as well. So that's another one seed. Um, I have Baylor beating Villanova and I have Texas tech beating Ohio state. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Baylor in the big 12 matchup, Baylor beating Texas tech to get through. So there's my third one seed. Um, <laughs> and I have, uh, Illinois beating Tennessee and I have West Virginia beating Houston and I have West Virginia upsetting Illinois to get to the, to the final four there with Huggy bear. So, wow. So I have three ones and a three. Um, okay. All right. So final four set. So here's what we're going to do. You got to make your case, uh, you know, going to pick the, the winners and then your ultimate champion. And you got to make a case for that champion. All right. Yeah. So coach B you're up. So first game you have Gonzaga versus Texas. I do. I think this is where it, where it comes in the end of the road for, for, for Coach Few and Gonzaga. Uh, I do have Texas upsetting a really good Gonzaga team and moving into the final. Wow. I also have to say this is where the road ends for my beloved Tar Heels. Okay. Uh, I have Illinois <laughs> advancing to the final on the other side. Wow. Okay. I'm okay with that. All right. Now, who's your champion? My champion – uh, are the Longhorns from Texas. I just think that um, watching how they came down the stretch, the way they came off the COVID break was tough. Mm-hmm. To your point about the Big 12, the games versus Texas Tech uh, versus Kansas, the only team, I think, to sweep Kansas in, in, in years. Uh, and then watching how they won the, uh, the Big 12 tournament. Um, I'm all in with Coach Smart this year. That's my guy. And, and I think this is going to be big for the program. All right. Here's one thing. If Texas wins, Coach Smart needs to tell everybody how he's the first human being to go from bald to getting hair. (laughs) Fun story. The first time I saw him this year, I looked right past him because I've known him for a long time. I've never seen him with with hair. And he looked like a kid. I'm like, wait a second. So I'm like, is that you? And he's like, yeah, I'm letting it grow for 
uh, for COVID. So, yes, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> he could pass for a student, right? Yeah. So incredible coach too. I, I yeah, love Shaka really, and a really good guy. Yeah, a yeah. really good guy. You know. Good. All right. So, Coach Doc, speak. over to you, man. You, 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 you. I'm guessing that Coach Doc is going with Gonzaga. He kind of let off with it. Yeah, he let. Yeah, as soon as we <laughs> said hello. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think Mark Few actually moves on from Gonzaga this year because he wins the championship this year. Whoa. Um, wow. Wow. Okay. I just – There's a hot I think take. The team, <laughs> the team he put together, uh, the execution, the unselfishness, it's, I think is what, you know, puts them over the top. Um, so, I, I have them as my national champion. Okay. And who were they beating? I have been beating Ohio State. Okay. Now, let's be fair. Gonzaga was really pretty much a front runner going into last year, too, before everything got shut down. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were good. Okay. All right, Coach Frierson, on to you, sir. Well, I'm, I'm going to take you back to, to uh, Shock Smart for a minute. If you figure out what he did with his hair, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach B has him on speed dial, so he can ask him. Okay. I, can't, I can't. I can't help you, Coach Price. I can't, man. You know, if I had the secret, I'd be right there with you, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we could replicate what he did. No, I can't. <laughs> At least not you and I, probably. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got. Well, I got Gonzaga uh, also beating Michigan. My only, my only uh, thing against Gonzaga is that the conference is not like the Big Ten that they play in. But I, I, I think they're going to be the first undefeated team in I don't know how many years. So I got them going, beating Michigan and going all the way. And then I have them beating – I have Baylor beating Illinois. So it would be Gonzaga against Baylor, and Gonzaga will win. All right. Uh, if Baylor did not get shut down for their COVID um, issue, I think they could have been undefeated as well. They they really – they were they were in – I mean, just took them a while to get their legs. I think half their team had COVID when they came back or, or when they were shut down. Um, but you could have been looking at two teams like 26-0 and 0 coming into this thing. That would have been pretty special. Then again, who knows, because Coach B's buddy Shaka Smart there may have had something to say about that in the Big 12 tournament yeah. like he did. Um, I have Gonzaga beating Michigan, and I have Baylor beating West Virginia, and I have Gonzaga cutting down the nets. I think this team – like when I, I – and my wife too, we would actually schedule time to watch them play this year. I mean, they are an incredible basketball team to watch. Fundamentally sound. You watch them play defense. Um, Jalen Suggs is as good as they come, you know, as far he's as amazing. a, as a point amazing. guard. And I could not, be, I cannot believe he's a true freshman. I mean, he plays <laughs> like he's a junior or senior. It's ridiculous to watch him play. He does it all. Um, incredible leader. And they are deep. And yeah. Baylor's deep kinda, too. It kind of it kind of mirrors though what what Coach Doc said in that um, you know, Coach Few just has a way about him of of, of putting those kind of teams together. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to mention that he got there in 17 and lost to the Carolina Tigers. I'm not. <laughs> we, we, we won't bring that up, you know, because I like Coach Few and I like the way kids play for him. Whether they're to your point, Coach, whether they're freshmen or seniors, they they're fun to watch. The challenge that I had in trying to watch them this year is they would get up on people so fast, you know, it just wasn't as, as competitive. So I'm looking forward to seeing them play now because I think 
what they're going to see over the next couple of weeks is the most competition consistently, mm-hmm. right. That they've had, you know, and it's not their fault, but that's a team of pros over there. And that kid, Timmy is, is, is no joke. Yes. I love that guy. He just goes to work every day, puts a hard hat on and just doesn't stop. You know? Yeah. The hard hat coach Frierson. There it is. <laughs> yeah. We just, we, that was the uh, uh, team book that coach Frierson picked out for our team this season. Great. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it's that you, every, every successful team has to have that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and, and to me, t- Timmy is that guy um, for Gonzaga. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting that, that Suggs is the first five-star recruit that Mark Few has ever had. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've never been a believer in Gonzaga until this year. This team is just cut different. I think they're just cut different. I mean, they, and the number two seed, three seed, and four seed in their bracket, they beat all of them by double digits in the regular season. Um, and I think BYU was had jumped on them. BYU was up like 20. Right? In their tournament, BYU, it looked it looked close for a while. That was the closest game that I saw them play in Vegas, you know, yeah. uh, for their for their tournament. But uh, and they still won that by double digits. Yeah. Down double digits at <laughs> the tough. half. So Coach Frierson got think- that. Go ahead, Coach Doc. No, do you think last year had to do with how well they're playing this year? It's a good question. I think it helps. I think it helps teams like that. For me, yeah. for me, last year, um, I, I really would have probably picked Dayton. Uh, I think they were, oh, you know, yeah. as far as how teams were peaking at the time when it stopped. But to your point, Coach, yeah, I mean, you know, Gonzaga was right there too. And, mm. and basically now you get to add a Suggs to, to pretty much what you already had. Um, they did nothing but get better. I think one of the reasons, one of the reasons that you see, you know, Kentucky, for example, in the NIT is because they don't have any senior leadership. They don't have, you know, it's, it's not that they don't have good players, but if you haven't gelled together, if you haven't had time like Coach Hughes had with the core of his kids, at some point, that lack of leadership, I think, is going to show, and it's going to be a difference maker in a, in a tournament like this. Mm-hmm. And I think it always is anyway, anyway, right? Like those senior backcourts are always better. Uh, they beat the – they may not be as talented – as some other teams, but right. they, they beat the younger teams because they're just more poised. Yeah, they, they're, um, they're, they're just less, less prone, I think, to making unforced turnovers or critical mm-hmm. mistakes down the stretch. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And, and at yeah. the end of the day, those, those can cost you. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, and they've been playing, they've been playing together for years. Like I said, they only added realistically one piece where if you look at guys like Kentucky, they couldn't, and I think they couldn't have that off season. I don't think people realize how much that offseason, just that team bonding helps on the court. So by not having that with COVID, you know, I think Gonzaga just was able to to feed off of last year and continue that development that they had where you have so many teams who tried to put guys together in such a little bit of time. I mean, you can't build that camaraderie that quickly. And I think Gonzaga already had it. So that's why, you know, they're looking now almost or possibly having, you know, a, a lose less season. <laughs> yeah question question for coach doc though if they win what talk a little bit about why you think coach few would leave yeah that's a good question um i think it'll give him i think you'll have a lot of commentators now will be saying oh well he won but can he win in the big leagues can he win at that higher level like you said uh coach term you know gonzaga isn't really a powerhouse school Mm-hmm. And I think I think the 
again, I think that the, the teams he's been able to put together without having a star player, I think you're going to have a lot of coaches who, and a lot of schools where he'll be, if he can get a star player, I mean, imagine if you put him at a Maryland or, or, or at, you know, Indiana, I'm not saying he's going there, but like at an Indiana or these schools that are powerhouse schools that are known for getting, you know, those five-star recruits. I mean, if you give him two five-star recruits, does he have a, you know, another perfect season almost? He could, so, yeah. That's a, yeah. I mean, that's I a great point. It's kind of like Shaka <laughs> Smart. I mean, he was mm-hmm. very successful. He had that big run. You know, I think they were like an eight seed or something when they had that big run at VCU. And then he was just – after that, I mean, he was just on it. He was bringing guys in. He was recruiting. And now you look at him at Texas. So, that's a, that's a valid point. And Indiana did just fire their coach, so. Yeah. <laughs> coach Frierson, you want to add something? Well, I just, yeah, I think Gonzaga, it's just different this year. I, I kind of like you. I, I never took them. They always went, you know, a lot of wins, really good win-loss record, and high seed, but I never really took them that serious because of the teams they played. Mm-hmm. But but this year it just they just seem different. They score a lot of points in early and uh I think their team is you know more of a veteran type college team. But they just when you watch them play, they just seem different this year. Like yeah. they're they're for real. So uh that I mean that's that's really why I think they'll beat the the Big Ten schools and, and take it home. Yeah. I think, too, like the one thing I love watching in college to see how good a team is is their defense. And when you watch just kind of away from the ball, um, watch how they play defense because their help side is just ridiculous. I mean, they, they're, they are in like the perfect position at all times. I mean, they are just a, from a – you know, you have like boxing fans who love a technical boxer. Yeah, this is kind of like that's one reason I really like this Gonzaga team is technically and fundamentally just even the minute things like on defense where you watch the guys that aren't that are three passes away. They are always in the right position. Um, so they're they're fun to watch. I mean, they're fun from a from a technical side of things to watch just how because they score like you said, they score a ton of points, but they um, their defense turns into a lot of offensive points, too. You know, and, because and to your they point, Coach Sherman, I mean, that's kind of like what you were saying about Baylor. Mm-hmm. You know, what even with the COVID break, that's what I see in Baylor's defense. Yep. It's 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 just next level. Everybody goes where they need to go. You see them talking, you yes. see the communication, you hear the communication, and their defense is leading to breakout offense, which is where your brother at. Yeah. <laughs> You're not on mute, Coach Doc. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, but um but yeah, that yeah, that's that's two very well coached teams um, that they just they get after. But yeah, that that defense is just with both of them. You're right, Baylor too. Yeah, so it'll be fun. I think that I wanted to ask you all, and this is what I had actually alluded to earlier. Do you think like sometimes you're not really sure? You know, like okay, it's easy to pick you know three or four ones to go through, but you're not really sold on them where this year it just seems like the cream, you know, the, the cream rose to the top, um, Baylor, Gonzaga, Michigan started. I, I don't think they were ranked when the season started, but they, you know, Jawan just had them click two, two DMV guys, by the way, with uh, yeah. Dickinson and, and uh, Williamson's Williams. So, um, but it just felt like 
those teams at the top were just there. Illinois has just been that big man they have at Illinois. He's he's a he's a, he's a he's a really good player. <laughs> I would not want to guard him. Man, that kid is he's big and nasty, great feet. Um just and he's he's got it all. But I wanted to ask you all, do you feel like um and I, I and Coach B, I know you have Texas beating Gonzaga, but th- these teams like at the top, like the top two, three seeds in each bracket are so much better uh than everyone else and it normally it feels like there's a lot of parody and I think there is a lot of parody this year but but the parody seems to kind of all be at the top so I wanted to ask you all your thoughts on that well I, I hate to keep harping on conferences but to me the there's like four big 10 teams in the top 10 there's a bunch of big 12 teams um it now I know Gonzaga's not in that group which is kind of that you know that's what I was saying earlier but to me it seems like those two conferences were pretty dominant this year. Yeah. And in the big 12 and there's a lot of them going through. Yeah. Very. I mean, those, those, and you never knew who was going to win. It, it felt like the old ACC, you know, like and big mm-hmm. East, you know, you just weren't, weren't really sure. Like when they, when they threw that thing up, anybody could take it. I think it's just their time coach. I mean, and you know, it, it's just like coach just said, I mean, at any point throughout the year, it could have been Ohio state, Iowa, Mm-hmm. Baylor, you know, um, I'm throwing Gonzaga in there too. Michigan, um, Big Ten, Big Twelve, to me, have separated themselves from every other conference this year, yeah. um, w- w- without a doubt. I mean, you've got guys in that conference having to do a playing game where, you know, in another conference they they would they would have a, a bye. Yeah, Michigan <laughs> State. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so so it's it's um. I think it's just time. And I like, I like the shift, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I like the shift, you know, I mean, um, you know, you, you, you see a bit of a down year, I think for the ACC and, and things like that, but um, there has been no shortage of excellent play, excellent team, excellent coaching. And I don't think it's a mistake that the big 10 and the big 12, um, I'm not surprised by the, all those one seeds. If that's the question, I, I think they've earned it. I think they came out the gate uh, laser focused and, um, and they can see, they can visualize, uh, you know, cutting down those nets, all yeah. of them. And shout out to Luke Garza, another DMV guy there from that's on Iowa. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the freshmen, I, it, it's nice to see the freshmen kind of spread out. So we talked about Suggs over at, um, at uh, Gonzaga, but even down there at Oklahoma state, you know, I mean, all these, you know, top tier five-star kids aren't all going to Kentucky and Duke and UNC. Sorry, coach, about the UNC. But, <laughs> it happens. It happens. You know, but, uh, but you know, it, it's nice to see other teams there that are getting these five-star kids, you know, that they normally wouldn't go there. And, uh, and it's putting these teams, giving these teams a chance and some great young coaching as well. I the think co- you got great young coaches, like you mentioned, at Oklahoma State. Yep. I don't think it's an accident that he has – that that particular freshman playing at that level kind of mm-hmm. goes back to something you were talking about before we started about a coach having a relationship with a kid early in his development and that kid still coming. I mean, if you remember, I think Oklahoma State was under some type of a probation. Or they weren't something. supposed to play. Exactly. They weren't and supposed they, to be in this tournament, but he because could, of he COVID, could have said no. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and to still to still come and, and play like that is a testament to the relationship, I think, between the player and the coach. So yeah, they um, were actually, he 
came thinking that they would not be in the tournament this year. Wow. That's but then because of COVID, they had to um, they had to uh, the appeal could not be heard. But because the appeal couldn't be heard, they were allowed to play in. The, they're probably not going to be in it next year. Right. But he came knowing I'm a one and done. I'm going to be the number one pick in the draft. <laughs> and he still came knowing, well, thinking I'm not going to get a chance to play in the NCAA tournament. And yet here they are. They could probably cut that. They'll probably win this whole thing. Now we said that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Doc, you got any thoughts on any of that? Yeah, I, I definitely think it's just the, the relationships that younger coaches are able to build with the players now. Um, and I think just that it's, it's kind of the opposite of the NBA. You know, in the NBA, you got all the talent want to play on one team so they can win the rings. And I think at the college level now, you have so many players that are seeing, you know, they can get to that next level without having to go to the Kentucky. So you look at, you know, guys like CJ McCollum coming out of Lehigh, like they're starting to realize, okay, I don't, I don't need the, the Duke under my name with a North Carolina next to my name for me to get found. So I think you have a lot of players who, you know, are taking these visits and if they see that their relationship is better, you know, they're willing to not go to the, to the big name school because they, I think they believe in themselves. (laughs) Quite honestly, I think they have that confidence that, you know, if I go to the right coach, that's going to help me and develop my game to where I want it to be, you know, then I'll be able to get at that professional level. if That's their goal. So I just think the mentality now at the for the high school kids coming out is that okay now I don't need like I said I don't need that name to get me to where I want to be I just know I have to put in the work and find a coach that's going to push me to that next level and I think you're seeing that now with all these freshmen at all these different schools. Great point. And if you want to know what the grind is like uh, recruiting on the college level, go back and listen to that episode with Coach Doc. <laughs> He's driving all around South Alabama and in Northern Florida trying to find kids and gyms so that was that was a great episode and uh you know just hearing his experience you know coaching at the college level for several years and uh now back in the high school ranks so all right guys any closing thoughts we'll see who wins this again um uh if you're interested just email your bracket and we will actually put we'll post the scores on instagram and facebook everybody's doing after each round but uh but it'll be fun so Mark, I was going to say it's so weird to have a March Madness without without Duke. Yeah, <laughs> weird. Yeah, yeah, really that's, that's that's real strange, Coach. It's, it's it doesn't even sound right saying it, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I got a question before we head out, though. How many years do you think they give? Or Coach K actually stays, or the Roy Williams and all these coaches? Was it? What are you guys' thoughts on that? I heard Mark Hughes going to Duke. <laughs> 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 it might be why he's asking. <laughs> um, Coach Williams, you know, uh, there, there's a there's some who think that you know he should have already hung it up, uh, but he got an extension just before COVID. So I, I don't see him hanging it up. Um, you know, and and you know, Coach K. I mean, I don't think that I don't think he has anything else to prove or, or to do, you know what I mean? When you think about what he's done just there on the, on the Olympic level, uh, his impact on the game as a whole coach, um, he, he could leave tomorrow and, and it would be, and it would be, it would be okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I do, I do think that we're at that point though, where you're starting to see uh, a, a younger, you know, 
relatively younger you know, group of coaches come in, rightfully so. I think it's their time. I think those young kids are are, are working hard to get there. So um, I think we're going to start seeing some of those transitions. I would say the same thing, like Coach Sherman mentioned, you know, Tom Izzo, you know, I mean, you know, he's been at it for an awful long time and has, has, has his footprint on this league, on the pro league, all, all over the place. And, and again, I don't think that, that uh, Coach Izzo would have anything left to prove either. So at some point, I think we're going to see those guys, the Jim Beheims, all of these folks at some point are going to have to begin to transition out. I would think within the next three to five years, definitely. Mm. What a different yeah. landscape that'll look like. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, you're right. They've been at it a long time. And Coach K had his opportunity. I mean, he said the Lakers basically offered him, you know, uh, a uh, <laughs> like a, a um, lottery ticket, basically. Like, you know, just here's a blank check, you know. And <laughs> But he, he wanted to say it was a great interview. I heard him give on that. But – I don't know. That's, I don't know that's how. The reason, Coach Stone, I think I would be one of the guys that would be surprised if Mark Few left because I think he has a blank check where he is. Um, mm. Had a conversation years ago with with um, with Coach Wright after he beat my beloved Tar Heels and Villanova, <laughs> and, and the same thing. You know, it's like what what I like about people like Coach Wright and and, and Coach Few as well is. Um, they are, are so entrenched in the local communities that they're in. You know, if you spend any time at Villanova, uh, it's amazing all the things that he's doing in that, in that area. And he could probably get 1.5 to 2.5 million more, but you reach a point where, you know, now that he's, he's won it at the highest level, I, I don't think that will happen. I, I honestly think that if, if Coach Few wins, I think it's deserving. I think they write him just a bigger check or, or whatever it's going to take because to that community in Spokane, I mean, it's, 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 it's Mark Few's town. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I don't know how it would look, how he would feel. I couldn't see him at a Duke, for example, you know, to be, to be serious with you guys. I, just, I, I don't know, but you know, I could say too, that I, I really couldn't see coach smart at Texas, but again, younger guy with not as much time in as some of these, some of these other folks. So. Um, and Texas is a football school first. I think so. So, too. so yeah. he's he's a little he's a little insulated, where it's like, hey, you know what? You win us a title. Hey, that's great. And if you miss the dance next year, we're cool as long as the football team wins. I think that's changing, <laughs> Coach. I would have said that about Alabama a while ago, and that's then true. after after Avery got fired, yeah. And mm-hmm. you look at the extension that the current coach just got. They're they're you know, um, what's the man's name that used to coach at VCU? He's at Dayton now. He was there too at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, tall know, guy. God, I uh, think of his name. You know, yeah. um, but same thing. I think Alabama is now coming into its own. They'll, they'll always be a football school. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Yeah. But they're, they're making some headway, uh, you know, on the basketball front. And, and, I, and I think other uh, like schools are doing the same thing. Yeah. What was the coach's name that was at Texas A&M and went to Kentucky? Remember, and it was just a nightmare because he didn't <laughs> win. Do you guys yeah. remember him? It's probably I like did. 10 years ago. I, I think did. it was after Tubby left. It, it was. But but that's an example of you Texas A and M again a football school but he's winning there you know and he should have just stayed there because then his life just got turned upside down when he tried to go to Kentucky and didn't win you <laughs> and know didn't win. Yeah. and mm-hmm. you know he had a blank check at, at Texas A and M so grass isn't always greener you know so all right guys well this has been great so Chapelgate Coach Frierson congrats on the season by the way. 
Uh, I did speak about this uh, on the episode that's coming out tomorrow. Well, on Friday, this is coming out Thursday, uh, but uh, we finished third in our bracket at the National Christian School Tournament in Pittsburgh. Uh, we did beat the number 18 ranked team in the country in the National Christian School rankings, lost to the 11th ranked team by 10, uh, but just a great season, weirdest season I've ever coached in. Congratulations, though. <laughs> job, job well done under those extenuating circumstances, man. Yeah, Great definitely. Job, Congratulations. Great job. Uh, yeah. So thanks yeah. for, for joining us, Coach Frierson. Coach B, again, happy belated birthday. Hope you're enjoying retirement from the basketball court. Yes, um, sir. You would have had the season off this year anyway, considering. That the exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so at least you got to go out, you know, last year with a proper send off and not under COVID situation. So I did. And I appreciate all you guys that helped with that, including you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and oh, and by the way, uh, Mike Sweetney, uh, who former Oxon Hill High School player, Georgetown Hoya, New York Knicks, Chicago Bull, had a great conversation. So check out that interview on Friday. Uh, and, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, talking to him about he was uh, on the the Kevin Durant documentary in the water and uh, just talking you know a lot of fun talking to him about that and talking about PG County hoops and what it was like to play you know on a Friday night in a packed gym and um, so it was a lot of fun it, it brought brought back memories of being at your games there coach B uh, absolutely watching you coach there so and coach Doc again apologies you know feel bad for you guys not being able to have a season but you know, looking forward to what you guys are going to do down there at New Hope. Uh, got some got, got some good competition because your girls team is always nationally ranked. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're really they've been doing that thing for a while. So you know, yeah, now no, no pressure. pressure. <laughs> 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 and uh, you know, as as we talked about in your interview, moved back moved out of the college ranks to come back down and coach high school and uh, being grounded here with your family, teaching in the school as well, like Coach Frierson, who's been an educator now for. Uh, decades. So, um, Coach Frierson, I'm sorry, this was your 21st year at Chapelgate? 21st year at Chapelgate and 31st year in education. Wow. Mm. That's great. <laughs> and uh, 17th year as the varsity head coach. So, uh, yeah. uh, just great group of guys here. Really appreciate you guys. This was a lot of fun. Um, if anybody needs help picking, you know, make filling out your brackets, I would probably oh, not use anything that we said tonight, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> except maybe coach fires and go all chalk. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, uh, no, this was a lot of fun. We'll see how it, how it ends up and, uh, uh, looking forward to it. And as I was saying to, uh, to, which I, I call him coach sweetney. Now Mike is, uh, he's, he's coaching at Yeshiva university in New York. It's a uh, Orthodox Jewish university. Um, he has a great story that you got to hear about how he got into that after saying he would never coach. And do you all remember Tamir Goodman, the Jewish Jordan? Yeah. I, I do. Yeah. yeah. So he, uh, he actually got Mike in. So he, uh, they were, they played together in the Capitol classic and Mike tells a great story how nobody was shooting with him. He was just off by himself. And Mike went over and said, come on, man, let's put up some shots together. And they just had an instant friendship, you know, from, 20 years ago now and they've just remained very good friends and uh Tamir was like hey I need your help at this orthodox Jewish basketball camp and Mike's like who do I know about <laughs> yeah. um, but he did it and now he's coaching in in this school which is a great story for you guys who division three had never been ranked and Mike's first year there as an assistant they cracked the top 25 and this year they finished number five in the country so mm. wow. um 
Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a great story, man. He's such a good guy. I mean, such a good guy. So so I tell him now, and and you you'll see when the episode comes out Friday, it's Coach Mike Sweetney. You know, you got he he's in the ranks <laughs> with us now. So uh, just one of my favorite people. You know, tremendous story of of redemption from a uh, battling mental uh, mental illness and and his his fight with that, and and now how he's given so much back to the community uh, to raise awareness for that and. Um, Really good guy. So anyway, check that out on Friday. Uh, looking forward to this. And as I told him, you know, Mike, what I started to say with this was this is like Christmas morning when you wake up and the tournament starts, you know. Uh, I used to take every Thursday, the first Thursday, first round that Thursday and Friday, I, w- I would take off work and go meet up with some buddies. We'd eat wings and I watch basketball for 16 straight hours. <laughs> it's uh, my favorite time of the year. All right, guys. Well, thanks again. Good luck picking and, and enjoy the enjoy the festivities. Let's hope that COVID stays at bay and these kids get a chance to compete for this hardware. Thanks, Coach. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Coach. All right. We'll talk soon. Everybody, uh, check back next week. Have another local DMV guest uh, coming up next week after you listen to the Mike Sweetney episode. So uh, stay tuned for that. Another legend and, and really excited to interview him. So I'll let everybody know about that next week. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.